Welcome to Reinventing Nerds. Dr. Joni Cannell shares communication strategies for technical people. She shares her own stories of learning to communicate and brings in other nerds and experts to show you how to interact with people in a way that's comfortable for you. And now, here's your host, the uniquely qualified engineer turned psychologist, Dr. Joni Cannell. Hello and welcome to Reinventing Nerds. Today, our guest is Manish Bardia. He is a partner at ThinkAI, and ThinkAI is a software development and consulting firm. Uh, Manish specializes in artificial intelligence and cloud consulting, and he has more than 17 years of experience leading complex technical projects. He works primarily with implementing cutting-edge technology for thought leaders who can envision moving their company into the future of business. Some of the technologies that he works with include artificial intelligence, chatbots, business intelligence, and data analytics. Uh, so let's welcome our highly complex uh, software expert here, Manish. Hi, Manish. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you for hosting me on your podcast. Oh, I'm so glad that you're willing to talk to my audience here today. Uh, I've got a lot to hear about from you. You've done so much, and I didn't even mention your book. We'll get to that shortly. But um, yeah, it's uh, you're also a podcast host. What's your podcast? Yeah, our podcast name is Partner Consortium Podcast. It's uh, mm-hmm. True Stories in Tech. We are a group of mm. four people who talk on different areas, and uh, it's talk about belonging and uh, true stories in technology. So we are uh, mostly interviewing business owners and also nonprofits. Excellent. All right. So we've got other places for people to hear you and and hear some interesting stories. Well, now it's your turn, though. I want to hear your story. And, you know, you've had an interesting journey here from being an engineer to a project manager to start. So why don't you just start, you know, telling us a little bit about your background, how you got to there and how you evolved as a leader along the way? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, coming from India, mm-hmm. uh, every parent uh, in India has two things, right? Either doctor or engineer, you make your kid one of that. So same thing for me, I was destined to be engineer. So I, I got into computers engineering and it was a lot of fun, but as I came to US in 2000 and start interacting with people, I was told I'm much better communicating with the clients or business users. I did not think that way, but mm-hmm. it was some connection was happening between understanding them or understanding what they're trying to do with the software. So that was interesting to know that hey, I can not just be a team player in terms of technology, I can really help in the business conversation. And that got me thinking that I really want to be more of a business analyst or project manager. Yeah, that's so, that's unusual. You don't hear that often that that engineers are told, actually, you're really good at working with the clients. Usually it's the (laughs) other way around, like you need to get better. So that's a little bit of a natural talent that you have. Yes, and, and thanks to the better leadership there, right? Because they are mm-hmm. observing the team and observing the client and making sure that the communication is happening. So I would say that leadership came from the business team there, but mm-hmm. it was a revelation. 
interestingly, how did I get into project manager management is more about the bad things project manager do because oh. because what happened is we had a very good project running mm -hmm. and it was a four months project and it came that uh, we will be completing in really in three and a half months so we are looking pretty good so management says you know three and a half is good but how about three right of course so then <laughs> we go into uh from easy situation, everything under control to the pressure situation. So I had to work maybe 16 hours a day and I was losing my sleep. I mean, only thing I was doing was wake up, take shower, office, all the way till 12 in the night. Wow. And then go sleep, wake up, office. Uh, that was painful. So I decided then then I want to be in the project management. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How can I change this? Yes. Oh, excellent. That's what happened. Okay. That's how I got into project management. Means that's what the thought came that, you know, I don't want to be in the development and go into project management. So, okay. So here's the, the key question then, Manish. Mm -hmm. Did you go into project management so you wouldn't have to work those hours or so your team wouldn't have to work those hours? It was more selfish reason than <laughs> And uh, I, I went through the proper method of doing project PMP certification. Mm -hmm. So I have full knowledge of uh, how the right project needs to be done. I also got uh, CSM certified, which is certified Scrum Master. So I, I had my tools with me, but it was more personal level that time. Mm -hmm. It all came down to passing to my team once I started my business. Till okay. I was working as a consultant, it was all about making sure I'm doing right, delivering project, but mm -hmm. started transferring to team once I started my business. Okay. And so if we talk to your team, what would they say about you right now as a project manager? Or Yeah, I they would definitely say more process oriented. So I pay mm -hmm. attention on making sure that we are doing right thing, but I write a lot of process also. So okay. we have something called Think AI Way. Mm -hmm. More like there's a book, right? The McKenzie Way, same yep. thing. We, yeah. we copied the way out of that and Think AI Way. So we have some kind of process in, in built where with that we can have good um, customer experience, like epic experience, we call it. So mm -hmm. it should be feeling very high touch, good conversation everybody knowing what to do kind of conversation inbuilt into the process okay um that sounds really interesting and i'm curious how you actually started this like as a company why did you want to go out and run a company rather than be a project manager in a company <laughs> it all started with that same thing is that you came to know your hidden skills or mm -hmm. what you're good at. So with that uh, initial work, somebody told me that, hey, you are good working with client. And it's the same thing gave me that, okay, if I'm working well with client, let me handle not just a portion of project, let me handle the project itself. Okay. So that became the role of project management role. And I started doing project management role. 
But then instead as a project manager, you are working on one project. My thought was, how about multiple? Okay. And that's where instead of one client, how about multiple clients? And that's where the company came into picture. Interesting. So how did you have to grow as a business leader or business owner, you know, partner uh, compared to being in a company? What different skills do you use here? Oh, it's a lot of change, actually, constant learning. So the when I started my business, funny thing that I thought if you are a good project manager or a good consultant, mm-hmm. project will naturally flow in. I had zero knowledge of sales marketing. Oh, right. And uh, it almost closed my business one time because 2010, I got two projects. I was like, okay, two means now four, 10, something like that. <laughs> I was building uh, that house of card or whatever you say, like dreams. Uh, these mm-hmm. were my dreams that once two comes, then it will multiply. Didn't happen. In fact, those two, two projects were a failure because I did not have right team and right kind of partners, I would say. So it was a very tough situation. And then I had to go back to job market. But then I realized it's many things. So you have to deliver project that is forgiven, but you have to also do sales and marketing to keep the project coming in. Mm-hmm. So then I came across this um, association called IAMCP, which is International Association of Microsoft Channel Partners. Right. And they were all mostly business owners and salespeople. So what I learned there was with even though you may not be good on sales and marketing, you can be within the a proper group. They can do referrals to you. So partner to partner referrals or channel based referral started working for me. And I started gaining the new skill of partnering and sales and marketing. Interesting. And then I realized I like talking to people or helping them. So that uh, gave the other kind of learning that you need not be the extrovert or all the time talking person to be a good salesperson. You could be a good listener and still be a good salesperson. So that was a big revelation. And and I think listening is actually even more important in sales, right? To know what your client wants. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And listening was one of my strongest skill anyway. So it worked out for me. It's just, I had to be out and building partnership Mm -hmm. or just be in, in the touch with people. So that's what I changed. Mm -hmm. But then that gave me a lot of time to work on my other liking of, you know, delivering successful projects or building team. Mm -hmm. And you're now the president of the Southern California chapter of the uh, organization, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you can't help but be a leader, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, it's all learning, but it's it's good to be around right kind of people and then you learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to turn to your book for a minute. And first of all, tell our listeners, what is your book? What's the title? And then, you know, I want to talk about a specific chapter in your book on the remote work, because that's so timely right now. So tell us a little bit about your book and maybe even how you came to write the book. Okay, let's start uh, with the title of the book. The book name is Teamwork and Collaboration. Mm -hmm. And as you can hear and 
in my business also, we implement technology which helps people collaborate or help teamwork get done faster or in a better way. So how it came is a lot of my consulting has been either custom application or integration, but a lot of the work has been focused on teamwork or let's make the team productive. So one time uh, we did a user group of all our clients and potential clients. And we just asked open-ended question like, what are your top three or top five actually we asked, what are your top five worries about getting a new system and getting it implemented? And after implementation, what would you like to see? And most of them was around either communication or project management. I'm talking lightweight. See, PMP does very heavy uh, project-based uh, execution, which is good for large, large organization, but mm -hmm. for smaller companies, they want lightweight project management. Mm -hmm. So their challenges was communication with team, how to keep team organized, how to keep the motivation to adopt new system, how to train and how to manage. Right. Very simple thing, what you would also think. Similar thing, but they were very specific. Hey, I need to know this, this. So we had around top 20 items coming out of that two, three hours of meeting and all those 11 chapters in the book came from the top 10 items. And they're so practical. I mean, I know from reading it, it's just really going there. How do you do this? What are the questions? And then you got mm -hmm. bullet points even. So you don't have to spend a lot of time digging through a bunch of theory or something. You're, you're in there with real experience and hands-on uh, advice. Yeah. yeah. These are extraction from 50 or hundreds of projects, what we have done. Yeah. And these are the real tips uh, actually applied to those projects. Mm -hmm. So the book is all about... If you, I mean, the title is teamwork and collaboration mm -hmm. and the subtitle says how to select right productivity environment for your team right, and yourself. So it's not mm -hmm. only team, but how can you be productive? Mm -hmm. How can your team be productive? And productivity has been my passion also. You know, I was always reader of uh, Stephen Covey's method or mm -hmm. uh, what's uh, the, our GTD person name getting things done. David Owen? Allen, Allen, Allen. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, Excellent. so I used to read all that and I used to buy the app uh, for doing my checklist kind of thing. So similar <laughs> thing, uh, the productivity was my passion. So that has translated into the book. Mm -hmm. That's what this is about. Okay. So we're here uh, in the, still in the pandemic a year in, Mm -hmm. Everyone has switched. I mean, most everyone has switched to working remotely. Um, and I'm just curious that your book was even written during that time. And you yes. even talk about some examples from that. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the unhealthy habits that people have adopted from working remotely? And how can they get back to or start new healthier habits? Yeah, very good question. Mm -hmm easy answers, but hard to implement. Okay. Oh, okay. It, it's, it's very simple as, you know, I mean, like everybody knows uh, on a, taking an example from keeping fitness for yourself is like, Hey, 30 minutes of exercise every day. Everybody knows it, but then it's hard to do. Yeah. Same thing. 
same thing especially pandemic has uh, created a situation where you know you are right working from your living room or a bedroom or from your small office so travel time has reduced but and that that gives you the your uh, stress level down i mean it keeps the mm-hmm. stress level down because the stress which used to come on the road is gone Mm-hmm. however now people are overworking right or they may be working and they don't have proper posture they don't have proper table chair or slouching those kind of things so in a very simple way whatever you know as a common sense is to be applied in the sense you know keeping your proper schedule of work and then after the work you take a break spend time with family and keep your body active those kind of things are very important mm-hmm. so taking a break is one thing during your work day keeping a schedule for your uh, week work week and then putting the exercise time or time to even chat with your friends call virtual water cooler or virtual coffee mm-hmm. is required and then because we are in front of camera doesn't mean we cannot have fun you know there are a lot of tools to hang out together like zoom teams and then there are now special effects or kind of like uh, gadgets digital gadgets mm-hmm. right. uh, which, which can make it fun to be on the live meeting and all i mean i'll highlight one of the as as we were coming near to the holidays a lot of people did holiday party and uh, mm-hmm. at home they did the scavenger hunt and that was a lot of fun virtual wine tasting that was mm-hmm. fun my book got released before that otherwise i would definitely put uh-huh. this kind of thing so just keeping couple of things in mind is like you know your health your timing your body relaxation and spending time with family is very important so don't just get busy with the work uh do do a good uh, routine i have to say that the folks that i work with the biggest challenge for them is that virtual water cooler that you were talking about is mm-hmm. actually just chatting sort of the mm-hmm. the uh the normal um informal interactions that you would have where you would run into people at work and now that people are so booked and they have meetings it sounds yeah. more formal like we have to talk about this and get this done rather than just like hey how's it going and and trying to get them to actually like like why don't you even just schedule 15 minutes with someone just to chat you know and mm-hmm. uh, do you have any tips for for making that just seem easier for people yeah i think people have more time but uh i mean that 15 minute uh, talk is a great idea because mm-hmm. uh, and and set up a meeting with like 15 minutes uh, i use booking microsoft booking or calendly mm-hmm. okay and just keep my some slot open for fun like we tried sometime like um, virtual lunch time yeah invite couple of people bring lunch and so what we did was at 12 o'clock we're going to have lunch so everybody had like 11:50 heat up your Mm-hmm. lunch or sandwich and bring it and we ate did not work out much but just something new to try right yeah but i like the idea of uh, you know keeping some slot open and try to book it with that kind of activity 
That's so. a great idea. So your calendar is already blocked. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually booked back to back. And you're, you're keeping that time to realize the importance of it, just like you would put exercise or something else or yeah. the end of day on your calendar so that you don't leave it out. Hmm. I think if any tip uh, anybody wants to take, the biggest could be that block your calendar in advance, what you would want the ideal calendar to be. Mm. And then let's see if your calendar reflects that ideal calendar or it is different and it's fine to have different, but having an ideal calendar is a big exercise and there are tools and I mean, I have downloaded a calendar yeah. like that, which shows me my ideal calendar and I try to fit it to that. Huh. No, that's interesting. I mean, it's also like what's ideal for you and just in terms of what you want in your life, what are your priorities, not just how will things fit together? Hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, great idea. So as a project leader or a business owner, how can you encourage your team members uh, to take care of themselves and, uh, you know, be healthy during when they're working from home? Yeah, I think uh, um, as a small business, we try to do too much. And Mm -hmm. as a leader, my thing is I have to provide clarity and need to make the motivation high. So I want to quote Satya Nadella from Microsoft. He was asked the same question, as a leader, what are the things you're supposed Mm -hmm. to do or what leaders should do? He said two things, provide clarity, provide energy or motivation. Okay. Two things, because if you give clarity, then your people are clear or your team is clear that these are the things to work and these are the things to ignore. If they are confused, it's a leader's issue, not their mm. issue. So that's what we are focusing on. Second is, how can we keep it fun, active, and keep the motivation high? So have some some um, like weekly lunch or as festival comes, some festive kind of lunch timing or mm-hmm. coffee, virtual coffee talk, that kind of thing needs to be done. But clarity will be the biggest one, I would say, if we can. Keep yeah. yeah, I just think that's great. What to ignore. I think that's I mean, I never hear leaders say that. And it's so true. People just mm-hmm. sometimes think that everything has to be done. Everything's a priority. And you're like, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Here's how to stay focused and and setting the expectations clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, will help people understand that better. Wow. You have a great way of uh, just sort of giving some nice little quips there, the ideal calendar and what to work on and what to ignore. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I want to ask you a little bit about uh, computers. So, you know, we've talked about the communicating with each other and all that, but I'm wondering, you know, you work in AI, you yeah. know, and uh you know, this is like some people's biggest fear. What's what? What's going to happen now with computers um, c- communicating with people and people communicating with computers? You know, how do you work with that? What kind of, um, you know, thoughts do you have on people adapting to interacting in that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things are progressing very fast. You know, computers mm-hmm. are becoming capable and initially before AI came, we would program computer and computer will behave in certain way, right? So that's Mm -hmm. the difference in AI. With 
artificial intelligence computer will have its own logic coming into play so it may become smarter and smarter slowly mm-hmm. or faster we don't know but yeah i mean we do see things getting automated more and ai helping in that automation or the new way of conversation mm-hmm. so yes things will change and uh, conversational ai chatbots are simple things where people are deploying the bots to replicate one of the best customer service person or best sales person i know we are not there yet but things will starting to come and as a best sales person it is a helpful thing to have it but an average or a person who is trying to keep up with the best it may be threat right oh yeah because if uh, if the team is gonna start utilizing the chatbots then how about the other people who were trying to do similar thing kind of thing yeah so roles will change journey here it's not mm-hmm. just that uh, ai will not be there it will be there and it will impact things so we'll have to do different things uh, mundane things will go away kind of scenario it's mm-hmm. kind of like with automation and, and manufacturing people mm-hmm. sort of moving to different roles yep yep as a result hmm. yeah i mean initially people were cutting the you know the like boxes and or making things with hand now machine started doing mm-hmm. better better uh, creation of the products so then people moved on to different jobs same thing in the in the ai they will a lot of data will be or the lot of decisions will be coming from ais but then there are other ways uh, people can be active so the thing will be it will be good to learn the technology or the area which is not going to be going on a ai side but okay we are we are far from that sign right now for right. example right now simple example is if you take an it organization client needs to check the status of ticket they call the person where are you with this or they go to the website to check you can ask the bot also where are you with this and bot can answer okay somebody is working on it bot can schedule an appointment which you could do also but actual work somebody has to do so instead of mm-hmm. answering the phone you could be working on the solution okay okay all oh, that makes a lot of sense right yeah. mhm interesting well i want to know if uh people want to contact you to talk about this like ai chatbot so or anything or even your book what is a good way to reach you yeah well book is available on amazon so just search for teamwork and collaboration book or manish bhardia my name on the amazon then you can reach me there or get the book and then same manish bhardia m a n i s h b h a r d i a on linkedin if you search then that will be the best way to connect mm-hmm. with me mm mm-hmm. Great. This has been uh, extremely interesting and I really appreciate you sharing your story with us and your thoughts on AI, your thoughts on uh, remote work as well as just basic uh, project management and teams and collaboration. So thanks Manish for being a guest on Reinventing Nerds. Jenny, thank you. It was a pleasure. All right, and thanks to all of our listeners and viewers. 
And uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Reinventing Nerds and encourage you to apply what you learned to help you communicate better. For a free consultation with Joni to see how she can help you further, please visit ReinventingNerds.com. Until then, embrace your inner nerd and remain true to yourself while you develop your communication strategies.